No, well, good morning. It's certainly, uh, you know, it, it, it's to say the devil is in the detail and anything you look at, I think the actual bill comes to some like 400 pages, so to definitely make good bedtime reading if you're a bad sleeper. Um, <laughs> there, there's a lot, there's an awful lot in it. Obviously, it hasn't been looked at in hundreds of years, so the whole licensing laws needed to be, you know, overhauled and looked at. Um, there are a number of issues that we would have been very happy with that, you know, badly needed to be seen to, and we're happy with them. But there are a number of major issues that we are very, very unhappy with. I suppose, too, the, the, the main ones for us. Now, obviously, there's going to be a rural-urban divide as well, and this one is, number one, the uh, the later opening hours, you know, that would have been mainly pushed, mainly, I suppose, from Dublin and the bigger cities, whereas, you know, down the country here, we certainly wouldn't see any great need for changing that as it is at the moment. And Charlie, is that feeding into the view from some that this, you know, widening the alcohol licensing laws, and it's, the view was expressed yesterday at the meeting, that it could be the ruination of the pub trade in rural areas? Well, that's the way we would look at it, you know. The government's objective on this is it to, you know, what they're telling us, it's going to revitalise, you know, renew the whole industry. But the way we look at it is that they're actually going to kill it because... You know, they they closed down the whole industry there for two years, and we've seen what that did to it. You know, most places are still struggling to get back up and running again. And their their objective at the moment, seemingly, and the big one that we've the major problem with is that, you know, that they are going to open up the whole licensing sector. In other words, you know, before you'd have to extinguish an old license for a new one to come into being, that will no longer be the case if this goes through the doll. So you're going to have a situation where a person whose license was worth something will no longer be worth anything. So you'll see a mass exodus. People will get out before that. And the big problem is that you know, if you're in business, you're not going to look into rural Ireland and say, you know what, there's an opportunity there. Even though maybe there was four pubs there 10 years ago, there's only one now. You're not going to go into that area and open a new business. And if you do, there's a fair chance that like this, two pubs aren't going to survive. One is going to go. So it, it makes no sense whatsoever that if this is their objective to, you know, do something to improve the industry and, and get this back up and running again, this will actually close down the whole industry. And what's left of what we still believe is the traditional Irish pub, you will actually end up with, you know, the likes of the Witherspoons effect where they'll come in and they'll open up, you know, chains of pubs in areas that they see are viable. It'll be way easier for them to do it from here on in if this legislation goes through. So your traditional Irish pub, the people tried to recreate the world over, I'm afraid it could be a thing of the past for us. If the sale of alcohol bill passes, Charlie, art galleries, theatres and so on could apply for that cultural amenity licence and sell alcohol at night. Uh, not um, good news from the point of view of the Licence Vintners Association. They reckon that that could be hugely problematic for the pub trade and that it could be abused. Would you have similar concerns and in what way could that be abused? Would it be around the definition of cultural amenity? Does that need clarification? Well, there, there are a number of issues. Number one, as you say, the definition of what is cultural amenity and what is an actual, you know, is it a, a party of a night? You know, if you were having a launch of a book or whatever, you know, is that a cultural amenity? You know, technically, I suppose, speaking, you could say, yeah. Um, you know, the other big issue is that, you know, I suppose we are the most regulated industry in the country. You know, who's actually going to oversee all this? So if you have venues open up and look at people will take a chance, why wouldn't they? And say, look, you know what, I can run a party here tonight. I am now open. The government has given me the OK. And suddenly you're in competition with a publican down the road. 
who's going through, like if everyone has to go through the same hoops to, you know, serve a pint, put up in the counter, fine. But, you know, like you can't expect the guards to get around to all these venues to check everything out. So you're going to be looking at a situation where people are going to take chances and say, you know what, let's go ahead, let's compete with, with the place next door. And you, you're, you're going to have the same problems that, you know, especially if they're government, you know, if they're government bodies, and a lot of them are going to be. You know, you're going to have libraries, you're going to have museums, you know, and they won't have the same overheads as your local pub. They're not going to be paying the same um, rates. They're not going to be saying, paying taxes. So, you know, it's not going to be a level field. And it, like, where does it stop? You know, it, it's literally going to open up a can of worms. And up to now, we've seen no clear definition on an awful lot of these new licenses, you know, been brought in. Now, obviously, they needed to have a look at the license and some of them were crazy. But, you know, up to now, the only idea seems to be is, you know what, we'll, we'll open up the whole industry. Not unlike what happened with the taxis a number of years ago, it'll be de- deregulated. Um, what comes down the tracks after that? Look, it's very hard to tell, but in in, in our view, it's it's not going to be good for us or for the industry or for what we're going to have afterwards, you know, which is a serious hmm. worry. I was interested here yesterday, the v- the VFI revealing to the Dáil Committee that they formally written to UNESCO uh, right. the, the UN body that oversees the protection of unique cultural heritage to try and save Irish pubs by making them world heritage sites. Uh, I know there's a VFI report that kind of is trying to highlight the decline of the rural pub. Uh, in the last 17, 18 years since 2005, 1,829 pubs, which is one in five venues, have closed. So perhaps is it becoming an endangered species? Or, on the flip side of that, Charlie, do we have too many pubs? There are 6,800 pub licences currently. Yeah, look, there are two ways, I suppose, of looking at it. You know, the whole social scene has changed, obviously. Um, you know, you're, maybe we were oversaturated with pubs no more than any other industry. Um, everything is changing. But the one thing that you would look, and apart from being a publican, you know, and, I, and I'm sure that many of your listeners are listening this morning, the one thing that we always had here in Ireland was a great Irish pub. And, you know, maybe <laughs> part of the council culture now is time to move on from but. You know, worldwide we've been recognised, and it's it's always been the one number one reason that tourists actually come to Ireland to experience what is a, a rare phenomenon, I suppose, an Irish pub. It's very hard, and no matter what part of the country you go to, you'll meet someone and say, you know, where are you from, Clare? Oh, I've been down there, and I've had a pint in such a pub, and I heard a great session there with a great night banter, with a great bit of crack. But like, you know, it's 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 very hard to hold on to it if. You know, you're going down that route that, you know, we no longer need an Irish pub, you know, a, a traditional Irish pub. And it's unfortunate that's going to disappear because you'd have had generations of families who would have grown up steeped in the, the tradition of the local Irish pub that are going to disappear. Now, look at it, as you say, maybe we were oversaturated and there has been a serious clean out. But it's like, you know, the other side is that if we're, we're bringing tourists into the country and the one thing they like to come to see and hear and, you know, have a bit of cracking is it's an Irish pub. Yeah. Isn't the day going to come where they'll come into Ireland and they'll have something like Witherspoons where you sit at the table and your drink will be brought down to you? Maybe that's what the government are aiming for, but if they continue on the road they're going, unfortunately, that's how we're going to end up with. 